Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. We are here for another weekend of glorious mortgage dialogue where we get to share with you all the fun that is happening in the world of bonds and rates and mortgage payments and taxes, all the things that make you happy on a Saturday morning. Because those things aren't unfun. They are great fun. (laughs) And we're here to talk about them with you. And uh, I'm Kevin Miller. I'm the owner and the CEO of TexasLending.com. And we also have Tress Collins. Our trusted confidant in in, in question asking, and she's going to be a- asking your questions after you text us. So if you text us today, we will answer your questions. We rarely get phone calls here, but you can always text us at nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. Some of you that tune in every weekend, one will you appreciate it too. You may have heard that uh, long term mortgage bond rates have been rising. It's been in the news. And what has that been affecting? And we want to share with that, uh, share that with you today. We want to share with you that there are still that your 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 fifteen year mortgages are still in the low twos, your twenty year mortgages are still in the mid twos, and your thirty year mortgages are still possible in the high twos. So there are, there depends on how you're arranging your loan, how you're putting it together. Hey, but we're also still talking about VA and FHA thirty year mortgages below two and a half percent. Sweet. Opportunities for some. Some aren't going to get there because their loan size, their credit scores aren't going to be where they need to be. There's different APRs associated with all these loans because different loans have different closing costs, and closing costs affect the APR. So what do we do? We ask for you to get your scenario to us so we can talk about what you can get. And those questions can start on our text line, 972-387-4600. Uh, rates have been moving, and the good news is is that so many people got their loans locked last year. They're still getting those loans closed. But also, if you're still buying a home and you're look, you're still want the best deal in town, you got to call TexasLending.com. We're still the best deal in town, still the best deal around. Make sure you go online and apply at TexasLending.com. Trust you look like you're ready to go. You look, you are ready to go. What have you been up to? What's going on? <laughs> well, I am. We're going to plant our garden today. Today's the day, huh? Today's garden planting day. So are, are you kind of like uh, Punxsutawney Phil, the, the groundhog? You're, t- you're calling no more freezes? Yeah, 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 yeah. We actually talked about planting last weekend, and I was like, no, it's a little bit too cold. I mean, because basil, you know, we love our basil. It's only really good. It does okay below 52 degrees, but not for very long. So we have a couple lows in the 40s. I think they'll survive because we have our basal plants back. So 
So the TexasSunny.com Weather, Gardening, and Mortgage Show yes. is here. And Tress, uh, no no traveling this weekend? No tra- Not this weekend, but Easter weekend we will yeah. be traveling. All right. Well, enjoy that. In the meantime, we want to get to your questions. Make sure you text us here at 972-387-4600. Here's how it goes. Some of you want to get cash out. Some of you want to just refinance. Some of you want to buy a home. There's a reverse mortgage purchase. We had someone call us about a reverse mortgage purchase the other day. I was watching Superman and Lois the other day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was watching Superman and Lois on uh, whatever the CW, whatever it was. <laughs> and they were trying to mm-hmm. they were trying to uh, belittle the reverse mortgage. It's an interesting on a show. Oh yes, yes. They're trying to make it look like uh, mean lenders take people's houses. Well. I can say this. Um, we do a few reverse mortgages a month. And you know what? For some people, the reverse mortgage is absolutely not for them. It's not a good choice. Just like the 30-year mortgage isn't a good choice for some of you, and sometimes the 15-year mortgage isn't a good choice. They are choices. They are options. Just like buying size 16 shoes if you only have size 8 shoes. That was a bad choice. But you know what? You can get yourself into a reverse mortgage if you need it. So many people, for example, over the years were facing foreclosure. Their home was going to be taken. They couldn't pay the payments anymore. They got a reverse mortgage, so they only had to pay their taxes and insurance on their house. They didn't have to pay their principal interest payment. They got to stay in their house that they had lived in for 30 years. They wanted to stay in that house. They didn't want to lose. They They didn't want to leave. They got some cash out, paid off some bills, just paid the taxes and insurance on their home. And what it seems to be is... There are. They made it sound like uh, Lois and Superman. Um, they were deserving of the farm. Their mother had died. Oh right, right, right. And so, so they were. They were saying the evil bank is taking my mom's house. Well, tell me any one of your parents who would die with a mortgage, and if you had a mortgage and your parents died, that the bank would not have to go sell the house. If the home is not paid free and clear, there's a loan on the house. And so the so (laughs) Yeah. And and if someone took a reverse mortgage out to get some cash out of the house and and just it's just a mortgage you're not paying the principal and interest. If you have a mortgage where you're paying the principal interest versus a mortgage where you're not paying the only difference is on the reverse mortgage the interest is accumulating on the loan and the other one's being paid back. One is one that is paid back, the interest is paid back after someone has died and the home loan gets sold, home gets sold. But here's something about, they didn't say the reverse mortgage, and they completely misrepresented it. This is true. If a, if a descendant dies, I'm sorry, if, if a relative dies and they have a reverse mortgage, the heirs have 12 months to get the house sold. They have 12 months to sell the house. If there's equity in the house, you sell the house. If there's no equity in the house, what was the bank taking? There was no equity. The loan was from the bank. There was no equity. So my point is this. is It's it's just that Hollywood stuff, you know, not try, trying to make anyone but Hollywood people look bad. It's about someone, anyone but Hollywood people. Look someone bad. in the credits didn't do their due diligence in doing their homework. They don't know. For the script. And so... Yeah, tell me any mortgage where someone passes and you have a mortgage on it and it doesn't get paid off or sold, where you just get the house. It's not like a free. It's not like free. It's not like hey, here's a house. You know, that's not, that's not how that's not how airship airship works. 
And unfortunately, they they what they do is they make children grow up watching this stuff, and they they get they get the wrong idea. So some people getting a reverse mortgage isn't a good isn't a good idea. Some people it is a good idea. So. Of course, maybe there was kryptonite you near know, Superman where he was talking. I'm going to tell you something. I might be talking out of school here. The person in our office who does reverse mortgages is uh, eligible to get a reverse mortgage and actually got a reverse mortgage on their own house. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because they're at a certain place in life where that makes sense to them, and they want to stay in their house. <laughs> you know? And so, so anyway, um, there's all kinds of loans out there. You don't have to buy Microsoft stock. You don't have to get a reverse mortgage. You don't have to eat Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios. You don't have. You could. There are choices. Unfortunately, in this last year, there's been less choices. There has been less choices for us, and now we want to give you more choices. Tress, Kevin, let's get to these questions. So, if you want to refinance, you tell us in a text. Here's my rate I currently have. Here is my current loan amount. My home value is worth this much. And here's my credit score. Interest rate, credit score, loan value, home value. You tell us that, and we will get you an idea of how you can refinance that mortgage and whether it's worth it to refinance. The other one is if you want cash out, same thing. You do the same thing and just tell us you want cash, and we'll tell you how much cash out you can get to pay off your bills. And then the other thing is if you want to buy a home, tell us how much money you make, what is your current, what is your current credit score, what kind of down payment do you want to put down on the house? And we can kind of tell you how much home you can get. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. That's all through a text of 972-387-4600. Tress, do we, do we want to get to questions, or do you have something you want to bring you want to bring to the table? No, we can get to questions. Okay. I mean, I have stuff, but my stuff can wait. Okay. Well, you know, no, no, no. It, 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 it can wait, but should it wait? Yeah, probably okay, should. Okay, should we? All right. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah. This is our therapy session. <laughs> Tress and I build up all of our stresses during the week. So so Tress can get rid of the, she can get rid of most of the stress, and she's just left the nest. <laughs> <laughs> right? Tress. That's my name. <laughs> yes. Supergirl with the nest. Okay, go ahead. All right. Somebody wants to know, can you explain the process to build a home using land as collateral? I did not know you could do that. Well, so if if you've ever borrowed money, let's say, from an unconventional source, let's say a friend, (coughs) hey, can I borrow some money? Here, here's 200 grand. (laughs) That doesn't happen. All right, because then you could just kind of disappear to Mexico and then your 200 grand's gone. So you need to have something in writing so that if, if you don't pay the loan back, that the person who gave you the money can get theirs in repayment. Apparently, they're making that not so on, on, on student loans sometime soon, where you don't have to repay the loan that you signed up for. But let's, I digress. So let's get back to this. Someone, you get, your, your friend gives you a $200,000 loan, and they're going to want collateral. Okay, you're going to sign off your car. You're going to sign off your spouse. You're going to sign off your, you're going to sign off, you know, what are you, you going to hand over as collateral, you know? And so it has to have something that has value. It's going to be an asset of some sort. The nice thing is that land, whether home values go up or down or land goes up, they, they, over time, land typically maintains its value and typically goes up in value. And if you have it paid free and clear, let's say you have a property that's worth two hundred grand, 
It's just land. Your land's worth two hundred grand. You want to build a house? They say, "What's your down payment?" I want to use the equity in my land. I have two hundred thousand in equity in this asset, and we use that as the down payment. So let's say they're going to build themselves a five hundred thousand dollar house and use a two hundred thousand dollar down payment, um, and that's cash equity. That it's equity they have in their land. So the lender uses the equity in the land as the down payment. It's our so it's like using the equity in your house when you refinance. You're getting a $200,000 refinance. You have $100,000 equity. The down payment of the loan is the equity you have in the property. So you might be, if your home's worth three hundred and you're doing a loan of two hundred, you have 66% loan to value, your loan versus the value. You have 33% equity. Does that make sense? And so your down payment, your, your, your land is collateral is your asset that you're using for the collateral for the loan uh, in order for them to feel less risk. Okay, so they don't want to give you 100% financing Then, because if, if you defaulted, if you defaulted, they'd have to go sell it, pay a realtor, you know, fix up some things if they had a house on it. And then you know, they might be out 50 grand. Well, no lender, that's stupid lending. Your, your lender won't be around long. You know, you don't want to get loans from stupid people, you know, <laughs> because when you call them back to get your appraisal later, they're gone because they did stupid loans. You know, they did loans at a loss. They did loans where they couldn't pay their employees. They did loans where they didn't pay back the appraisers. They did loans where, you know, they didn't pay the electricity. You got to there has to be a win for everybody. And in this scenario, I'm building a home with the land. It's A.O. fine. Twice today now, Tress. It's it's a okay to use your collateral as the la the land as the collateral. I didn't okay. know if you're being Irish. Oh, fine. A o fine. <laughs> no, you no. Know, I wore a purple shirt for St. Patrick's Day this week. People said, "Where's? How come you're not wearing St. Patrick's Day colors?" I said, "This is the color that happens after you drink too much Irish beer. It's purple." <laughs> I would not as know things that. start coming back up. As uh, oh. yes, oh yes, oh. yes. Okay, Tress. <laughs> Well, actually, it's about time to go to a break. When we come back from the break, I want to share with you what's going on in the markets, what to expect. We have talked on the show recently. I said rates may go up in the short term, but I think that they might pull back a little bit as we approach May-June. We'll wait and see if that prediction. When I say pull back a little bit, we're in a really good spot right now. Prior to last March, these would be the lowest rates in the history of man. Well, the history of United States people. Um, the lowest mortgage rates in our history uh, would be right now if you threw away the last year. So, so many of you that got loans prior to last year have loans that need to be refinanced. There are all those homes to be purchased, and they're not going to purchase themselves. You need to make sure you call us to get pre-approved so you can buy it. 972-387-4600. Go online and apply at TexasLending.com right now. Our loan officers are actually up and waiting for your call. And we will come back and answer more of your questions here on the TexasLenny.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back on the TexasLenny.com Mortgage Show. I'm Kevin Miller. I'm here with Tress Collins. We're talking about how to save you money, how to get you money, how to look at your options. The hottest state in the whole country when it comes to buying houses, it's Texas. You have to be here right now. And so if you want to tune in to a company that's been around for over 20 years here in Texas, helping people get mortgages, uh, we got a little bit of knowledge, experience. We've been through the ups and downs. 
and uh, we're going to be here for you now and in the future. Make sure you call us, go online and apply at TexasLending.com, a company you can trust. But I don't know if I can trust you, Tress. What? Maybe it's the people you hang out with. I don't know. <laughs> if you're referring to my husband. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I can neither, I, I'm not going to say either way. All I know is someone recommended to you when you're building your garden, we're going back to garden talk here because, we, you know, things come up during the during the break. He wanted to build, he wanted to grow broccoli that just grows a little one piece of broccoli per broccoli plant. Or like yeah, a, it's a little itty bitty broccolis. They built, so it grows little itty bitty broccolis, not like a whole. Yeah, not like a whole head of broccoli like you, yeah. So it's individual. So, so you know, God made some good choices. When when decisions were being made about how to put plants together, I think some of them, um, for example, like in an apple tree, you get many apples on one tree. Right. And broccoli mm-hmm. had a whole head of broccoli, but he just wanted to get one little piece. So you didn't really have to cut up the broccoli. Is that what he wanted to do? Grow those? I don't know. I think he thought that they looked cool. So I think <laughs> that. See, I think God messed up when he made pineapple because because you only get one pineapple per pineapple bush. You know, as, as far as I know, I, I there might be yeah. some multiple pineapple bushes out there. I don't know. I'm I've just been told that you only get one pineapple per pineapple plant. Yeah. Typically. So I think that that was kind of a waste of time. Maybe it was just a, maybe that was a beta test for the rest of the plants. Who knows when we plants were being put together. And then the other thing is, can you imagine if you just if you grew up like one piece of rice per plant is like a one right your rice was just one. You had to grow like millions of rice plants just to get. You know, yeah, but one bowl of rice. Right. But God was smart that way. See, he didn't so That's what that. I'm saying. I'm saying I think the I think the pineapple was the beta test. He said, this is no good. We need to have more than one. We need to have one more than one outcome per plant here. Otherwise, I'm kind of wasting all this land. But how often do you eat a bowl of pineapple? All the time. Do you? Well, I mean, <laughs> I cut up the pineapple into little tiny baby pineapples, but. Okay. But I eat a bowl of it all the time. Pineapple is great for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's got bromelain. You can get more than one bowl of pineapple from a pineapple. Yes. Well, if you ate a whole pineapple, you might have an upset stomach, some of us, but See? it depends. But if it's a real sweet one. I know. You know it's the dry ones that they, they cut up too early. Mm-hmm. But we have to get back to mortgages <laughs> here because... Some people, <laughs> some people, pineapple talk was not what they wake waked up for. Tress waked up. Yes, yes. Are okay. we awoke? <laughs> we are now up. Okay, let's get to these questions. We have a good one here. All right, here we go. Good morning. My wife and I are purchasing a home, price of three hundred and fifty-seven thousand, putting twenty thousand down. Low credit is six sixty, high is seven hundred. Which loan should we go with? Our income is one hundred and forty thousand. So if the 660 score is what's going to be used if you're both on the loan. If you bo- need both of your income to get on the loan, um, if you need both of you, then we're going to use both of your credit scores. And the minimum, so it's not the low score, it's the middle score. So they said low credit is 660, high is 700. I don't know if this person is talking about one of their scores, the wife's scores are 660, the husband's scores are 700, or if in between the low and the high score, there's a middle score of 680. It's the middle score that's used. So if there's three credit scores that are pulled, that's how it's done. You, you've got Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. We pull all three, and then we look at the middle score. So that's what's used in the mortgage business. If there's only two scores, the bottom one is used. 
And so this one here, if 660, we're going to use the 660 because we don't know. And so on this 660 situation, you're probably going to get a better rate on FHA. Okay, the rate would be better. Your FHA 30-year fixed at TexasSunny.com would be somewhere around two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Is, and if you wanted to have a, a lower closing cost loan, it might be a little bit higher because we can roll some closing cost into the rate. But your 30-year conventional loan is probably going to be somewhere around 2.875, give or take. And rates have gone up steadily here for the last couple of weeks. I expect at some point in the next couple of weeks you might see them flatten out. And... I do expect that we'll see a pullback a little bit sometime between now and June. Um, what, what, rates just don't go up forever. And and just right now, just the long-term rates going up. As a matter of fact, short-term rates are continuing to go down. And at some point here, your bank account rates might go negative. And so there is a potential for that, that bank account rates could go negative sometime in the next several months. So I'm not talking about minus 5. I'm talking about minus 0.01 or minus 0.1 or something like that. Um, but they're really low right now, your, your, your interest rate at a bank. And if anyone says, I don't know what I'm talking about, then I'm going to say that you don't know what you're talking about. And so in, in, in the scenario of, uh, I'm just going to stick my, yeah, I'm going to go, no, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. And so, uh, so long-term rates, the, the, while the 30-year has gone up, the 20-year and the 15-year haven't really moved much. They might have moved a quarter in total. In terms of the, the shorter term rates haven't moved. It's the longer term concerned about inflation long term. Investors are selling bonds because they don't want to be holding on to really low interest rates if there's going to be inflation. They don't mind holding shorter papers. While a 15-year loan is much shorter than a 30-year loan. Those rates haven't moved very much. The 20-year, the I'm going to tell you, though so many of us are conditioned, we are conditioned, unfortunately, we're conditioned, and and sometimes the conditioner you're using isn't any good. And so some of the conditioning says just get a 15- or 30-year mortgage, but there's a 20-year mortgage. And that 20-year mortgage right now is about the same rate as a 30-year was all last year. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The 20-year mortgage rate is about the same that the 30-year mortgage rate was the entire year last year. And so so many people, oh, I can't get a 30. I'm not going to go get it. And I'm like, hey, the 20-year, you're at 25 years left. Drop five years off and go to a 20 the rates are around two and a half on a 20-year mortgage. Why not? Why not get a 20-year around that? So that is the deal. Your 15 and 20 years are still really low. Yes, Tress. They're all really low. What am I talking about? <laughs> Why do you think 20-year mortgages are so unpopular? Because, be why do I think they're unpopular? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot of people They probably know spent about too much them. time studying and weren't in the in crowd. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm so such hmm. things you got to do to be popular, you know. Right. They were bad at sports. I don't know. I don't know what it takes these <laughs> days. They, they couldn't sing a song. So anyway, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to get back to this question. Yeah. Which loan should they go with? The FHA is going to get them the lower rate. If they wanted to go with a 20-year, they can get a rate in the twos for a 20-year for this scenario. Um, and so, well, with that 660 score, that's going to be your problem, though. FHA is not. It's not going to harm your rate at all. Your rate's going to be right there, you know, two and a quarter, two and a half, right in that ballpark on a 30-year FHA loan. And that rate and that loan size qualifies for FHA. Um, if you, if, you know, if if that FHA isn't popular to you, if you get loans based on popularity <laughs> in terms of function, instead of function, then you too can get a conventional loan. And so a uh, conventional loan 30-year with a 660 score is probably going to be in the low threes. 
with a 740 score, it would probably be right around 2.875, give or take. Just uh, giving you some ideas. Giving you some ideas. Okay, so our number, 972-387-4600, that's how you text us. You said, why aren't 20 years popular, right? Mm -hmm. Most people want the lowest rate they can get, or lowest payment, lowest payment they can get. The 30 years, since they got to pay the principal back over 30 years, the thing is you're going to pay continue to pay interest for an extra 10 years. So the 20-year payment, man, the 20 years is such a good idea if you, have, you owe 21 years or 25 years or 28 years drop that term drop that rate drop the interest you're paying start paying more principal towards the mortgage and less interest mm -hmm. one line and apply at texaslending.com do the same thing with that cash out loan too. get rid of all your debts how much imagine this one you pay off all your credit cards you're 22 years left in your mortgage you take that down to a 20 year you pay off all your debts you lower your all your payments you lower your term of your mortgage you wake up on the other side of that mortgage and you only got 20 years left, your debts have been reduced by hundreds or thousands per month, and uh, you'd be more popular mm -hmm. with your friends because you, you, you can buy more drinks for them at the bar watching football. You could be like the 30 Or basketball, as it may be this weekend, <laughs> if you like that. Yep. Or golf. golf. Tress just rolled her eyes at golf. <laughs> oh, I sure that did. That is sacrosanct <laughs> in my presence. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I think we have time for one yeah. more question. Here you go. How do one-time closed construction loans work for buying land and building a home? Do you offer them? If so, what are the credit requirements? How do one-time closed construction loans work for buying land? Um, do I offer them? We currently do not offer them. And you want to know why we currently don't offer them? The real reason is everyone was so darn busy in the last year, most mortgage companies were 50% over capacity because there was 50% more loans than there were enough people in the business to do them. Now where everyone's going to be moving back towards capacity and things are going to start moving real quick. We're back to 30 days right now. If you start your loan today, we'd be funding that loan at about average about 30, 35 days. Um, that wasn't that way for back in October when, you know, things were at its height. Uh, and so, but right now, it's... Uh, what. My point is we don't offer them because everyone was so busy that they couldn't even manage a construction loan because there was so much going on. Um, do we offer them? No, we don't offer one-time closed construction loans. But we will, I would say, by the end of the summer. In the meantime, um, banks typically have construction loan programs. And when I say banks, bank, banks have construction departments. They're doing loans for all different kinds of construction scenarios. When the construction is being done, someone needs to go out there and write checks to the constructor, right? So if you are out there and you're a general contractor and you want to get paid, you need to have someone in the construction division paying you some money so you can pay your staff because, uh, believe it or not, uh, home builders aren't made of money. Um, and so they need to borrow money to pay their staff. So, you know, and then when you get done with your home, then they get done with your home, you pay them off with a loan. So... You get your loan to pay them off. Um, what are the credit requirements? You're going to need to have great credit for one of those things. Typically, you're going to pay about 1% down up front. Um, uh, Got to make sure that, one, you're going to get a one-time close, so you're going to be getting that rate locked in up front. So you're going to pay um, some fees up front to get that loan locked in before the construction starts. A construction, uh, one-time closed construction loans buys the land, does the construction, and then when the loan is complete, it will it will turn into your 30-year mortgage. 
the rates are typically higher on those construction loans because of the risk of doing the construction. And the rates for the company that's putting that together, there's a lot of staff that has to be hired to management. So rates can be higher on those loans. Um, anyway, it, there are several banks, and we'll be happy. I'll text you. We'll text you here back a couple banks that you might, might want to call locally uh, that could help you with a one-time closed construction loan. In the meantime, call us for other kinds of mortgages, like your home purchases, refinances, home equity, reverse mortgages, VA, FHA, Jumbo. We have them here. And uh, we'll talk more about these things when we get back from these messages on 105.3 The Fan. TexasHoney.com, Mortgage Show, back. Tress Collins, Kevin Miller, not necessarily in that order. But there's only two of us, so you're going to have to to pick one of us to ask a question to. You know, your questions are coming in. We appreciate it. We're going to get to them. 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. That's the text line. We also have loan officers up this morning. They want to answer your calls at 972-387-4600. Get your loan locked in now. Get it in now. You might be able to close in as little as 35 days. TexasLending.com. Call us today. Trust. All right. Here we go. I make $170,000 a year with put down seventy-five dollars to $100,000. Our credit score is 810. What maximum amount can I afford? I want to start a new company where you can actually like share some of your credit with someone else. Like, hey, I have an 810 score and I only need 740. You know, so you can like you can like lend somebody or donate 20 credit points to somebody. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't I don't I don't know how to monetize it, but it's friendly anyway. It's a friendly company. Anyway, uh, 170. They make they make good money. They want to put this money down. And what maximum amount can they afford? So, if they make 170 thousand dollars a year, you are talking nearly 14 thousand a month is what they're making. So, so 14 thousand a month. If you take 33 percent of that monthly income. Then you're probably in somewhere a little over four thousand dollars. Forty five hundred dollar house payment is what you could probably get approved for pretty simply. Um, that's pretty much works for everybody. Thirty three percent. So if you made ten grand a month, you could probably afford a thirty three hundred dollar house payment pretty pretty easily, depending on your other debts. Obviously, there's other things that go into it. It's not just credit score and income, right? But just looking at debt to income, this is for debt to income purposes on a mortgage. Pretty conservative to get approved for this person. Uh, close to a $5,000 a month payment. And so that's going to afford them, you know, they can get themselves a, you know, seven, $800,000, you know, mortgage potentially. So $800,000 mortgage. So if they're going to put that kind of down payment, just know this, uh, while you're out there shopping, the jumbo limits, jumbo rates are higher than your typical 30 years now. The jumbos are around three and a half. Our jumbos are around three and a half, around three and a half give or take, depending on the scenario. But the jumbo loans start after 548000 so plus some change. So $548,000, um, if, if you put if you get yourself a $640,000 loan, you put a hundred grand down, you get that conventional mortgage. That loan's going to be somewhere in the twos. Uh, with your credit score, with, with what you're looking at, you're gonna be, your rate will be somewhere in the twos. Um, and I don't know if they're looking for a 15, 20, or 30 year but but they have a great opportunity here they can buy uh, a nice house and uh, if you're going to get that jumbo loan do expect a 20 percent down payment for most of you for most of you 
so that that conventional loan of five forty eight, it's a healthy number. You can get not, you can get a decent home for five forty eight uh, in most anywhere around the state. So. So I think that's going to be just fine. I was kind of being facetious there. Five forty-eight, and not many people. That's like four percent of the loans that are done are, you know, of that loan size. So, yeah. so yeah, you can get a pretty nice house there. Tress. Okay, here we go. This is a great question. Speaking to down payments, you mentioned earlier. Let's say you actually put two hundred thousand dollars cash down because they usually ask for a certain percent down on a loan. On five hundred thousand dollar loan, so now you only owe three hundred thousand on the loan. Where does the 200000 you put down go towards interest? I hope this makes sense. So, first of all, we're going to preface that by saying the down payment requirement for a conventional loan is 3% if you have good credit and you meet all the other requirements. If you're buying a home, 3% down is the down payment, and sometimes that can be gifted to you depending on your scenario, so from a relative or something. Um, FHAs are 3.5% out-of-pocket minimum. And so you can put very low down payments down on houses, um, especially if you're limited in cash. Now, you don't need to have $200,000 down. The, if you, someone's going to put a big down payment down. One, it's either going to be used to get approved for the loan, like jumbo loans, I said, require larger down payments. Um, because we're still, we're not out of this pandemic thing yet. I mean, people aren't even back to work in half the country. You have a couple states that are people have economies that are really thriving the other ones people have been you know they're still not even out of their house and so they're not out of the wo we're not out of the woods yet so um anyway uh in trying to get approved for these jumbo loans that's why there's there's more restrictions these days and the rates are a little bit higher than they have been because of the risk this is about risk this is about a, so when we're talking about someone giving you money for a loan someone has money and they either can hold on to their money, and it just goes down in value as inflation occurs. Their value, their money. If you're just sitting on cash, and there's 20% inflation over time, then your cash is now worth 20% less. For example, just an example of that back in the 70s, if you bought, if you're watching The Price Is Right, a new car was 20 was $2,000 in 1975. That was a new car. Now a new car is $25,000. Right, so. Your money has dropped by a value of 90% in, 45, in 40, 45 years. And so is that going to happen again? You know, And so, so this is about someone giving you money and getting a return on their money. And so if someone's going to give you $300,000, they they're going to give you a lower interest rate if there's less risk. So, oh, I will take 3% because there's low, low risk. Oh, I'm going to take 5%. I want 5% return because you have less equity in the property. Having less equity in the property, putting a lower down payment, creates more risk for the person that gives you money. There's risk that if home values fall and you, or you default, they take back a house. I mean, it, it t takes 6% to pay realtors to sell a house. But if you only put 3% down, okay, that lender... Now is at risk. That's why they have insurance, right? Um, and that's why they would like to see home values rising because if home values are falling, that's that's a bad thing in the housing market when there's deflation in housing. No one wants to do loans, uh, i.e. 2008. When home values collapse, no lenders want to do loans. So you need to have a stable market where things – see, our, our economy is built on inflation. 
Our entire economy is built on inflation. Now, this is good for people that have money, that have invested it in things that are going to meet inflation and grow. It's bad if you're born today with zero. That's the problem with inflation. For for example, in 1900, you were you were super the richest people in the world had a million dollars. Now you have to have a billion, right? You have to have a thousand million, you know, to be rich, you know. And then back then it was a million, and so, uh, so yeah, the the situation is that things over time here they do change, and these investors they 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 want to minimize risk and. With an economy that's built on inflation, they need to be making making sure that they're making a good interest rate return on their money. In your scenario here, your two hundred thousand does not buy down interest. Your two hundred thousand uh, buys trust with the investor, and that equity goes to you when you sell the property. If you have a five hundred thousand dollar property and you put two hundred thousand dollars loan down, and then you sell the property for five hundred thousand, the the bank gets their three hundred thousand back. You get your two hundred thousand back. That's your equity you have in the property in case you decide to sell it. So there's there I was all over the place there, Tress. Yeah, but you you brought it back around. I brought it back around a little bit, but in terms yeah. of the economy built on inflation, if things don't go up in value, people don't invest. Mm-hmm. If everything you invest in goes down in value, everyone just holds on to their money. There wasn't a need for inflation back when money was based on the limited gold and silver in the world. Then if you had all the gold and silver in the world, you had all the money in the world. Now they just print money out of thin air. They don't even depend. They don't even require taxes to be used to pay it anymore. They just print more. They don't care if they're getting taxes to pay for it. Um, it's just hey, we're just going to print another two trillion dollars, and then you know someone. So eventually, when you're printing fake money, someone gets away from walks away from the card table. You're, if you're playing cards and in bet with money you don't really have, then someone eventually has that. So if you ever watched old westerns, just watch what happens when someone walks away from the card table without paying. That's kind of the game we're playing with these days. But that makes us gives us sad head. So we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about happy things. Okay, Tress, are you making us go to break? Yeah, I'm making you go to break. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. we have. <laughs> we want to help you get a mortgage. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred to TexasLending.com. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. Go online and apply at TexasLending.com. We want to help you get money. And while uh, inflation is going up, your nice low mortgage rates should help you with that over time. If you get locked in at a rate in the twos, that would be a great thing for you and your family. 25 years from now, uh, make sure you start it today at TexasLending.com, 972-387-4600. We're going to come back after these messages on 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. I am here with Trust Collins. I'm Kevin Miller. We want to answer your questions at 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. And so, Tress, yes. what, what is your prediction? A prediction of what? I don't know. I left it wide open. What's your prediction? <laughs> Give me one. I predict that... Um that my broccoli will grow and flourish this year. Wow. That's, yeah, it's kind of That's lame. amazing. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that welcome to my world. I <laughs> predict that, see, we've seen the 30-year, we've seen the 10-year mortgage bond rise from 
1.9 to 1.75 in the last month. We've seen the rise in the mortgage, the 10-year mortgage. This is the, not sorry, the 10-year treasury bond. The 10-year treasury bond, that's the treasury rates. That's the, that's the government you know, lending you money. Or are you lending the government money? I take that back. So if you gave your government $100, you know, they give you a dollar. After 10 years, they give you, or every year they give you a dollar and 70 cents. You gave them a hundred. If you lent our federal government a hundred dollars, because they're so good with money, that they'd pay you a dollar and seventy cents back after a year, and so that's your one point seven percent return on ten years. So that was point nine just a year ago, zero point nine, or just a month ago, zero point nine. You would have got ninety cents after a year if you lent the government a hundred dollars, right? A dollar not you would have got ninety cents. Uh, a month ago, now you get a dollar. So it's basically the 10-year treasury is nearly doubled in the last month. So what does that affect? Who does that affect? Um, it affects businesses that borrow money, and especially businesses that don't have any money right now because of COVID. And they need to take a loan. Last month it was 0.9, because, but because all of their business came back this month, not then right now this is putting pressure and you might see impacts in the stock market if these rates rise any further because businesses that have to borrow money to make payroll and build things and grow, um, the companies have to borrow the money. The higher the interest payments are, the lower their profit. The lower their profit also, yeah, but the lower the profit that they make, then this uh, can affect stocks. So We'll see as it rates, if the 10-year bond continues to rise, that might have an impact on the stock market even more so than what we've seen. So the stock market has continued to go up. So we'll see how that works. So I say, that is, what, the, the, what does the 10-year bond affect? It affects everything. It affects, it affects businesses. It affects stock market. It affects uh, other potential things like home buying. But it doesn't affect the rate that my broccoli grows. You know what? That's why you think about broccoli, isn't it? Yeah, you just try to stay out of the numbers. (laughs) It doesn't cause me stress because my name is Tress. All right. All right. (laughs) Okay. When you're gone, by the way, when you're not here, we call it a Tress-free weekend. By the way, do you? Yes, because we want to be (laughs) Tress-free. Anyway, it's not rude. It rhymes. You know, it rhymes. Everyone likes rhymes. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, let's go go to the questions. Here we go. Considering refinance on a VA loan, looking to lower payment without high upfront cost. Current rate is 4.25%. Oh, $325,000. Value is $408,000. Credit score is $762. Well, the good news is if you have a VA loan, you know, one, they have a great credit score. But a lot of those VA loans, we want to make sure you're making your VA payment on time. That's that's the important thing. We're going to do a VA streamline refinance. Their $325,000 loan is great to refinance. The VA refinance rates for 30 years are still down in the low twos. I'm going to say that one more time. If you're a veteran and you're not getting two and a quarter on your 30-year fixed and your rate, the APRs vary depending on your purchase or refinance because there's a different VA discount fee for the purchase versus the refinance, but that the rate's still the same. It's down around two and a quarter. So on a 30-year VA, if you can get two and a quarter, why not? I mean, it, it, that means pretty much anyone with a VA loan prior to last year can refinance. So, yes, a VA streamline with TexasHoney.com is the best choice in the land. 
Make sure you go online to texasonly.com today. All right. Ready for the next one? Yes. I'm a first-time buyer. What is the minimum credit cash required? What is the minimum cash required for a down? Well, for a first-time buyer, <coughs> you have that 3% down payment on the conventional, the 3.5% down payment or out-of-pocket requirement for FHA. Because that 3.5% on FHA is, is an out-of-pocket requirement. So it's not – you. Uh, if you have a conventional loan, you have that 3% down plus closing costs. Um, it's a little bit harder these days to roll closing costs, uh, to have the seller pay it because there's so much competition to buy homes. They're getting 10 contracts on houses. And because they're getting 10 contracts on houses, the one that they don't have to pay the closing cost on is the good one. So the cash requirement will depend on how much your closing costs are going to be, whether you're going to roll them into your interest rate. Those, so, for example... If you got a thirty-year, if you got let's go, let's say you got a thirty-year FHA at two and a quarter. Well, I don't want to pay closing costs. You might pay two and three quarters, and then your closing costs are paid. Then you just have the down payment. Okay, you could do that with your rate. It's a little bit harder these days when 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 it's a buyer's market um, and there's all kinds of homes for sale, and then the sellers want to get rid of those homes. Then sometimes the sellers will give incentives to maybe cover your closing costs uh, in the loan. They'll pay for it out of their equity in the house. When the home gets bought, they they use their equity to pay the title, their title insurance requirements. They're going to use that to pay the realtor. They're going to use that to pay potentially your closing cost. That's the answer. I I was going to I was going to talk longer, but trust we ran out of time. I know. We always run out of time. What's what with that? Time. Hmm. Time. Well, we wish you all well this weekend. Be good. Watch some basketball. Watch some golf. We'll see you all next week in the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.